0: Good day and welcome to natural health dialogue. I have tried this and failed not <laughs> once, but multiple times. Yeah. And Randy is going to help me with it today. And it has to do with a very important thing of feeding myself. So Randy, what are we <laughs> talking about?
1: Yeah, we, you know, last week we talked about how to preserve food and gave people a lot of techniques for doing that, and then uh, it, uh, it dawned on me that we haven't even told people how to get the food, and so today we're going to talk about getting your food, and I'm a really, really big proponent of home gardening. Uh, so we're going to talk about how you could a, a lot of techniques for home gardening. What if you're an absolute beginner, or if you're more advanced and want to try some two uh, new techniques to try to get your productivity up a little bit? We'll talk about some of those things as well. Going to give you a couple of examples of what a couple of my family members have done that really really, really pleased me. I've been gardening my whole life. Uh, I grew up in a family that really raised everything that we ate because we had to. Uh, We couldn't afford to buy all the food and stuff. So we just made it ourselves. Uh, So uh, we're going to, uh, what I realized in this day and age is there are a lot of complications in terms of getting your food. Uh, You don't know where it comes from. They're genetically modifying a lot of foods. And a lot of people are worried about the long-term replications of that. Uh, There's there's just a lot of things to consider. And so obviously the, the real solution is prepare your own grow your own and so uh that's what we're going to do um the first uh, thing that you could do if you're um uh, want to upgrade your grocery stuff and don't trust what the grocery stores are doing is to take advantage of some of the local farmers markets Uh, Mm -hmm. farmers markets uh, the guys who are there love to talk about their food and how they raised it so they'll tell you whether or not they uh, grew them pesticide free whether they use uh, organic compost uh, or commercial fertilizers, what their watering sources were, uh, what kind of chemicals they used to enhance production, uh, whether the plants that they started with were heirloom, hybrid, or, or commercial GMO products. Yeah. Um, and so you get to pick and choose uh, if you grow there, but they may not have everything that you want. And yeah. so the obvious uh, solution then is just to grow exactly what you want, exactly the way you want to grow it. Um, if you've never gardened before, uh, then I would uh, tell you that the, it's, it's, uh, it's no, no brainer to say, go out in your backyard, and uh, dig up the grass and shovel the soil and add some compost of some kind or some rich soil, put some seeds in the soil and uh, do it according to whatever the directions on the seed packets tell you and provide some regular water and keep the weeds out and, uh, and grow the stuff. Uh, it's, it's absolutely exhilarating Joseph, uh, to watch your plants grow flower, put on vegetables and then pick and eat your own. Uh, it, it adds, uh, it adds joy, uh, to your life to be able to say, Hey, I grew this myself and it tastes good. And I'm doing my own thing.
0: I'm happy to say I wasn't a complete failure. I was able to actually get some, uh, tiny little cherry tomatoes to grow, all and right. ate them, so I felt All that right. exhilaration you're talking about.
1: Yeah, it's kind of nice to walk out in your backyard besides the fact that every vegetable that I've ever eaten tastes better, when it's eaten fresh and left in the ground until it's actually ripe and ready mm-hmm. to eat. Mm-hmm. Most of the things that you get at the grocery store left the market or left their, their garden area even sometime weeks before, which means that if they're ripe in your grocery store right now, uh, they were picked when they were still green or, or maybe even totally inedible. So uh, there's nothing in the world, in my estimation, like a vine ripened tomato picked off the vine and eaten in the garden while it's still still (laughs) garden fresh. I absolutely love that. Um, Through the years, I've uh, used a lot of techniques and each one of them has its advantage, but um, my dad used to uh, uh, take a tractor and uh, dig up the ground and produce virtually all the vegetables that we ate. Um, One of my greatest joys was when I went to see my daughter, my oldest daughter, after she was married and had her family and uh, we went up to her house and I really because my kids didn't like to garden as kids uh they thought it was punishment for dad if I made them work in the garden but I went out and my daughter had planted some of her favorite vegetables in her flower bed she didn't have a she was actually her husband was military and they were on a military post and they weren't able to dig up the ground uh, in their backyard but she just used her flower beds and threw a few vegetables in there uh two or three rutabagas and, uh, and a couple of tomato plants. And, and, uh, she absolutely delighted in, in going out and picking those, uh, things and bringing them in and eating them or pick, fixing them for her family and the joy of having produced her own food. Um, my sister okay. lives in an apartment and, uh, she doesn't have a yard. And so, uh, she does container gardening and next month our blog is going to totally be on different techniques and things that you can use for container gardening. Today, we're talking about digging and putting in your backyard mm-hmm, or, or mm-hmm. in your flower beds, but we'll talk about container
0: gardens next week. Looking uh, forward the, to that. Yeah, so are, are there any new developments in this area?
1: There are, and I'm going to talk about three of them in particular. Um, we... um uh, the three that I've used, uh, one that I'm just using for the first time this year and combining with another one. Uh, there are way more than three techniques, but the three other than just digging up the ground and planting stuff that uh, that enhances things. Uh, about five or six years ago, um, the uh, Department of Agriculture in Oklahoma opened up uh, a, pro- a process called plasticulture. Uh, plasticulture is Really the idea of uh, putting plastic over the soil and uh, putting a, a water source underneath that plastic and then watering from under the ground there uh, it's a process that's been used for for, for uh, even decades now here in the United States it's been used for longer decades than that in israel israel is basically a relatively barren place Mm -hmm. uh, and yet they are the largest producer of fruits and vegetables in all of that part of the world they Mm -hmm. export to virtually all european countries and uh, they do that i've i've been there i've seen their plastic culture gardens um it's um there's a process in Oklahoma. I qualified for a, a, a test pro program. It lasted three years, and we could uh, and it uses a big machine uh, that goes in and cu- and both uh, cultivates the soil. One machine in one pass cultivate the soil, pile it up into into um, uh, rows, uh, put down the. Uh, the uh, hose to water, uh, puts the plastic down, and puts uh, dirt on the edges of it to hold it in place. And then all you have to do is uh, hook it to a water source for that uh, drip irrigation that you put in there, poke holes in the plastic, put your plants in there, you don't have to worry so much about weeds. The negative to it is it's fairly expensive to have that laid down for you. I'm doing a little bit of it uh, by hand uh, for a couple of rows of particularly things like sweet potatoes that really like hot soil. Anyway, plasticulture is a great one. If you're interested in that, contact the uh, State Department of Agriculture and see if you can qualify for that program. The second one that I tried is chip gardening. And uh, chip gardening uh, g- uh, comes from a I've got a video here at the store that we sell to people that's called back to Eden. And, uh, the idea is that you uh, put down plastic to kill the weeds and stuff, and then, uh, put down uh, a little bit of soil, just a little bit of soil. And then every year you add two inches of chips, which, um, then rot compost. And every year the garden just gets better and better and better. If you're interested in that, drop by and take a look at this video or go online and, and do a, a uh, 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 research on chip gardening uh, chips are readily available here you can go get them at con- garden centers or at the, uh, uh, the most every city has a place where they dump their chips and stuff and you can go dig your own or you can have them delivered or you can go down to uh, Norman and they'll uh, for 10 bucks they'll get this big machine that'll fill a whole trailer full for you in one big load and you don't have to do the digging uh, or you can get, sign up for a program uh, where the, chip peop- the people who are chipping the trees and stuff will deliver it to your house free of charge. There are some things about uh, availability and, and where you're going to have them put them and that kind of stuff, but you might check out the, uh, the chips that way. I love the chipping. This year, we're using a technique that I've never used before by a thing called Never Sink Farm. There's some videos on uh, YouTube. It's actually a plowless uh, technique. Uh, They don't want to disturb the subsoil. Uh, It's done. Never sink farm is a farm uh, in the Northeast uh, that boasts uh, the most productivity for square foot of any other uh, gardening spot in the state. And uh, so you can go to YouTube and look at videos on never sink farm. Uh, We're going to try this year. My technique is going to be, um, and I've already started the gardening process. We're going to use the no till, but, uh, after we get our, our our seeds in the ground, we're going to add chips around them as well. So uh, I don't plan to plow anymore. I'm not going to destroy the subculture, but I am going to put down the chips and the combination of the two I think will be the best of both worlds.
0: Um, Look forward to your personal case study on that.
1: Yeah, I will, and I'll be sure to share that as well. Uh, main thing is uh, you need to grow your own food and that, well, that way you never have to worry about being without food and uh if you want to really take care of the health of your family and feed them well do it yourself become a home gardener
0: all right good word randy thank you for that advice and encouragement and you've uh, encouraged me to try again and maybe i won't fail this time if i use some of your advice here
1: you know the the thing that i tell people all the time is that the uh The only thing that limits the size of your garden is how much time do you have to put into it? How much work do you have available? What kinds of things do you want to plant? You get to determine the size, the quality, and all that kind of stuff if you do your own home gardening. I really do encourage that to to all of our listeners. Put a garden in your backyard.
0: All right. May the Lord bless your gardening efforts. Until next time, we'll see you later. Bye-bye.